We need a catchphrase. Okay. I have a catchphrase for you. Okay. We need a catchphrase. No, it's, I mean, I agree. Yeah, you're right. We do need a catchphrase. I agree. No, not like you're saying it. No, we need a, a catchphrase. Yeah, that's why I said we need a catchphrase. No, you didn't say it like that. You said we need a catchphrase like every day. But I'm saying like we need a catchphrase, like capital N-E-E-D. I mean, I agree with you. We need a catchphrase. I don't understand. Like, I, you're just repeating what I'm saying now. No, you're saying it normal. You're saying it normal. Okay. I'm saying we need a catchphrase. I agree. It's, we it's need more, a catchphrase. It's more urgent. It's more desperate. Okay. You're like, yeah, okay. you're, you're so, being laissez-faire about it. You're being... Okay, so we, so we urgently need a catchphrase. It doesn't change the fact that we don't have a catchphrase, Keegan. No, no, but that would be our catchphrase. We need a catchphrase. We with, no, a not catchphrase. not like that. Not like that. No, we we need a catchphrase, right? We That's need our catchphrase. a catchphrase, but we yeah. don't have a catchphrase. We need one. That's the point. But that's the perfect catchphrase. That we need a catchphrase. Not like that. No, with emphasis. Okay, we need a catchphrase. So we need a catchphrase. Right, dumb creators. Yeah, but that doesn't answer the question of us having a catchphrase that we need. We still need the catchphrase. No, we that is the catchphrase. We don't have a catchphrase. That's why we need one. That's the catchphrase. We need a catchphrase. Th that's the catchphrase. But So we need a catchphrase. You're right. I agree with you, but we don't have one. That's the problem. I'm proposing that to you as the catchphrase. Hey, Keegan. Except I'm saying it differently Keegan, than Keegan. you because you're being Who's on boring first? with it. <laughs> no. I'm not. I refuse. Who's on first? I don't know who's on first. You're right. Who's on first? Uh, no, I don't know some I don't, of the alcohol I thought. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's on first. No, who's no who's on first? Who's on who's on first? That's right. So I do agree. We need a catchphrase. Why is in the outfield? Because. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. For, so what's your name again? <laughs> Keegan Shiner. And what's my name? I don't give a darn. That's not my name. Oh, I thought you were the shortstop. My <laughs> name's Eric Schwartz. And who are and who are we? Besides first baseman? Baseball players? <laughs> I'm confused now. Okay. Who are we collectively? Who are the two of us together collectively? Dumb creators. Dumb creators. What's the name of our show? What? <laughs> Dumb creators. I we mean, what need are we doing? a catchphrase. What are we doing? What are we doing? It felt good when I said it right there. Yeah, you said it right. And I, I screwed up because you normally never get it correct the first time. It's on me. Okay. So, what are we doing? <laughs> we are, what? We're podcasting. What we We're podcasting. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, we could skip the ad break this week. No, nope, we can't. Ah, uh, wait. Should we introduce our guest again? We do have a guest before our ad break. Today yeah, we we're talking to. Hey, that, I, like, think, I feel like that's super professional. If we're just like, yeah, let's introduce our guest first. We have our guest, Mike. Mike, are you allowed to have a last name? <laughs> yes, it's Ford, like the car. And Mike Gerald, Ford, Harrison, and Ford Fairlane. Nice, nice, nice. Cool. So, Mike, Mike, Mike you uh, might right now not have a mug, but if you do, if you didn't have a mug, there's a place you can go for a mug. Mighty Muggles. Yep. Many Muggles. Many Muggles. Yep. Yeah. Although it's Muggly Muggles. Bunch now for, re for legal now, reasons, you, it was changed to MugglyBunch.com. But if you go to M Many Muggles, it'll still direct you to MugglyBunch.com. So. Also, we're we're not really pushing mugs anymore. We're pushing blue chip NFTs unique take on pfp nfts popular cartoon art styles culturally relevant storytelling social gaming elements merch with utility in the muggleverse and just about the right amount of nerdy get minting now on OpenSea. get your muggly bunch nft did we get a little email from the from the sponsor saying get it right for once no you I just thought we'd get it right once. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I just thought maybe no. like for one time, 
maybe there's somebody else who wants to sponsor us. And they're like, these guys, I don't know if I want them touching my brand. You know, you we, said, we can send them this episode. You said blue, I thought you were about to say blue chew, the boner tablets. <laughs> okay. No, that's the blue can't, pill. Can't send it anymore. Oh, well. Hey, uh, if the blue pill wants to sponsor us, <laughs> we will take it. Absolutely. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's, I've mentioned this before, but me undies makes no sense as a sponsor. And yet everyone promotes me undies on these podcasts. And I don't know who's buying me undies. It seems like a ripoff. I'm also surprised right now that not every game is not just Raid Shadow Legends. Cause like every single person is just sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Like, like, I just wait for every single time. At one point, it's like, like this game used to be, you know, like Starcraft, but now it's just Raid Shadow Legends. This game used to be like Destiny. Now it's just Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. What other potential sponsors could we slander in this episode? We would Before. also, there's the, the, and like the man, like the haircut. Oh, the, the man escaping, but like it's for your junk, yeah. right? It's for your junk. Yeah. That's on every podcast too. It's also on every podcast. But So is it mostly just like lonely guys listening to podcasts? It seems like it should be everybody listening to podcasts. Well, also, okay. So I just watched the movie that you don't mess with the Zohan. And he spends <laughs> the entire time talking about how great having a giant bush is. And I'm just like. Does he like, like, what, what would he think of manscaping? Would he be like, no, no, no. You need a giant bush. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they like it. They like to bounce off the bush. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. I heard it was bad. It was. Interject just for one second. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. So, yeah, you know, feel I, free. I just wanted to take a shot at the, at a catchphrase. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Oh, here we go. But this this would have made more sense back when you were dumb comic creators instead of just dumb creators. But dumb comic creators taking the short bus to the short boxes. <laughs> there it is. If we That's were the dumb comic one. creators, that would have been it. We would have had it. Mike, you had one earlier. This was on us. Yeah, where were you all this time? Yeah, where were you all this time? We had it. You're way it too right late, there. though. We are too dumb creators now, now from now on. You're dumb creators. Too Just late. in case we meet somebody who's not a comic creator. Yeah. And we want to have them on the show. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to go back through and re-edit every single one and be like, nope, it's this. <laughs> I mean, I still want to be, I want to mostly talk to comic people. I, but I, yeah, I, I know a lot of artists and we know a lot of comedians. And mm-hmm. it's fun to like get somebody else on here sometimes. Yeah. And it's all connected, you know, like writing and drawing and yeah, mostly we have funny comic creators. We've talked about this enough on the podcast. The the name change. Yeah, we're sticking we to it. We at dedicated this point. an entire episode to it. Yeah, yeah you don't got to talk to me about it. I've listened to a crap load of you guys' episodes. Okay, all right. I'm Mike. working on my vibrato. Should we move on, Eric? Yeah, we should move on. Let's actually start talking to our guest, Mike. Okay, Mr. Ford. Mr. Ford. Mm-hmm. So, Mike. Yeah. So you have comics that are on your, obviously on your Instagram. Is there any other like comics you've got coming out? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out on print. So the series that I do, the Gulligan's Island, mm-hmm. I have as an Ashcan style book, the first, I don't know if you can see that too well, the first five episodes, if you will, they're really just one page strips, but they were painstakingly broken down Panel by panel, as you can see that, page for page. Wow. There's 40 wow. pages. Kind of like the old Peanuts books. Yeah. Those yeah. by my comic comrade, Nathaniel J.K., who is in, in an anthology series that I do called Tales for the Toilet. Oh. <laughs> so you find me in a couple of those, issues four and five. We're temporarily on hiatus right now. We're, we're all kind of broke. But, you know, whatever. Daniel does an anthology series called Soaked in Blood. And I'm in the first two issues of that. The second issue is coming out within the next month or two. And it takes place in the year 19XDX. And, you know, like XX, it's pronounced XDX. Oh. And it's basically just kind of like, a, I don't know, maybe just like, like a 80s, 90s kind of crime the deal he's got this guy in there called max murder going around brutally murdering everybody and then 
you know, I've got a strip where it's just like just like, like a riot girl band. It's just just kind of like calling Max Murder out, you know, during their show. And so we got that going. And then there's I work with Adam Yater, who does Blood Desert. I don't know if you're familiar with him at all, but we got Nerd Crusher coming out, which is a nice anthology. I believe it's like 48 pages. Oh, oh bunch of guys just putting together delightful strips of nerds getting crushed by nerd crusher so that, that's gonna be fun awesome yeah that's coming he, that's actually in the mail right now so i'll be getting that any day now and then i got something going on with him the next project is gonna be a cannibal anthology called long pig which is kind of a gross name if you think about it but yeah that's that's, that's what cannibals well, you know, humans. Long. Oh. But, mm-hmm. So we got that going on, and then, and then we did the, the toilet crew. We did a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles parody called Mid. Sorry, Washed Up Midlife Crisis Turtles. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah, that's two volumes, eighty pages. A lot of dudes got involved in, that. and uh, cartoonist K Fabe actually reviewed it. It was awesome. And so we're going to be doing another one of those, but it's just going to be all Saturday morning cartoons. I'm doing Captain Planet. Yeah, but it's going to be Admiral Earth because, you know, we don't want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> and it's basically just going to be parody, parody, just how terrible the planet is, you know. So that, that, that'll be a lot of fun. And then what do we got going We've got a project called Nightblade, which is 28 different artists, I believe. Each artist is doing one single page, and they're only allowed to look at the page before theirs. So wow. assume that that's going to get a little crazy. We kind of That's cool. That's, that's like really telephone. Cool. Telephone, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. There's, also, there's also those writing projects that a lot of like, yeah. in the 201 classes where like, you have to work with somebody else and you can only write one paragraph at a time. Like then you switch off. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and we're going like really like like nineties felt style. You know, a lot of Nightblade, he's got a lot of pouches. Like I'm pretty sure I'm gonna draw him with like a pouch sewed onto his neck. You know, it's all kinds of it's all kinds of weird <laughs> stuff going on there. But then so how do you get connected with these projects? Well, you know, I'm kind of a late bloomer, you know, like I'm 35 and I didn't start making comics till a couple of years ago, 21, and just made an Instagram and just started posting. My what made you decide to start doing it? Just out of curiosity. Well, not just out of curiosity, but because that's our job as podcasters. Well, I mean, like, this entire thing is just out of curiosity. Just I mean, out like, of curiosity. I, like, I so you're like, being too polite. This is our guest. And he has to answer our questions. Oh, no, he doesn't. He We're in control. No. He could literally give us the finger and say, fuck you guys. I got better things to do. But I'm just out of curiosity. You were want... tiptoeing. Admit it. You were tiptoeing. Right. Well, no, I was tiptoeing. Because every single one of my questions I'm asking is out of curiosity. Okay, all right. I mean, I, you should always imply that I, I asked me out of curiosity. I assure you, Eric, I'm not going to give you the finger and fuck you. But... <laughs> But I will tell you is that, so like I've always been in, you know, drawing and stuff like that. And I went to college for illustration, but I dropped out because I was partying too much. And basically I had a, you know, I had a drinking problem for like a good 15, 16 years. So I spent most of my time drinking and then drawing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I get it. Stuff happened and I don't want to get too bleak because it's a pretty checkered past, I went to rehab and then I was living in a halfway house for a while. And then in the halfway house, I kind of started making comics as like a coping mechanism. You know what I mean? And yeah, helped, yeah. helped with the healing process and, and keep my mind off of, you know, other stuff. And so then I did that and I put together my Instagram and then, you know, naturally people follow you, you start following them. And then I answered, a, a, what do you call it? An open call by yeah. this dude, Paul Courtjohn, who I would suggest you try getting on here sometime because that dude is like really 
prolific, man. He's he's all he's always making stuff. He just made a book. Well, whatever. I'm I'm gonna start <laughs> all different kinds talking of about the wrong person here. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Anyways, he he made an open call for Washed Up Midlife Crisis Turtles, and then oh, cool. And he's also the creator of Tales for the Toilet. So then I got into this group chat, you know, the Toilet Crew, and. Uh, and then we've been working together ever since. So yeah, it's the whole bunch of us. Wow, that's cool. That's a cool story too, because because that's a, that that affects a lot of people, alcohol yeah. and drugs, and it's like, it's it's good that you got out of it. Good good work. And yeah. hey, man, we're gonna say comics probably saved my life. You know. Oh, that's that's yeah, great. Cool. And there, yeah, the work that you're doing is really really cool. You know, it's really like, fun I, stuff to read. It's really funny it's, stuff. It's also the art is like solid, like just legitimately like. Oh man, I was like, so worried what you guys were going to say about it. <laughs> like, like, okay. So like whenever you see like an illustrated balls and dick, a lot of times it's a tree trunk with some bushes. These are actual balls and dick. Yeah, man. I try real hard to make sure <laughs> that I'm anatomically correct. Yeah, some of your comics may not be for younger folks. Maybe yeah, all maybe all of your comics. Yeah. Yeah. Older folks, you know, conservative folks, and what you would call risque. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look at your comics. I'm not going to be recommending them for kids. Just put it that way. No. Unless so, they're kids. No. Do you do you draw on do you have influences for your style that we could talk about? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, growing up I guess it all pretty much started with Mad Magazine. Yeah. Okay. When, I was, when I was like 10 years old, you know, I got my first Mad at the at the drugstore. It was 1997. And I remember the exact issue was one where Alfred E. Newman was uh, Jabba the Hutt. And it was ah. my worst name. I think it was right. I don't remember what year the Phantom Menace came out, but I think it was kind of like they were kind of parodying Star Wars because of, Phantom Menace was coming out or whatever. It was what, like 99? Well, then I don't know. They just had a Star Wars. 2000? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I got that and I was just instantly hooked, man. I, I became obsessed with Mad. I would, you know, I'd have my subscriptions. I'd go down to the comic shop every time I had some money from, you know, cutting the grass or whatever. And I'd go and just get all the cool issues that I would, I would really just want. Like, you know, there would always be like, covers that's your eye yeah yeah and then as i grew up i started getting into evan dorkin you know milk and cheese he did the milk and cheese i don't know if you guys are familiar with that but it's basically a carton of milk and a wedge of cheese and they were alcoholics and they'd go around killing people it was oh, okay violent bloody lots of dialogue just like diatribes just like how shitty people are ah okay like because like i was just a kid i was still like a teenager at the time like maybe seventh grade (laughs) even i don't but uh, i'd have to borrow them from my from my buddy who would steal them from his older brother Uh, like uh, those were awesome because i'm just like i can't believe this guy is getting away with this i can't believe that this is what comics actually be mm -hmm. you know and then i'd say my third and biggest inspiration would be the band War, heavy metal band. Yeah, dress, I know them. Yeah, dress up yeah. like intergalactic space gladiators, and particularly Dave Brocky, their lead singer. He's dead now. He killed himself on heroin. You fucking prick. But anyways, he was a hell of an artist, and he was also a huge. What's the word I'm looking for? Champion of like freedom of speech and creative, you know, freedom. And he was the guy that like did the Paris Hilton like murder on stage, which is I thought was hilarious. I, dude, they killed everybody on. They killed everyone on stage, but like Paris Hilton was the one that made some news. Uh, the other like, huh. the other thing was I had a coworker who, when I worked at the comic book store, who disliked Guar because she, she went backstage, and a bunch yeah. of groupies were sucking on Guar's dicks, and she's <laughs> like, and she's like, you mean they're fake real ones, right, or the real ones? I, like no, like there was like there was David Broccoli. It was like the actual band. Like she got backstage passes, and yes. the only thing she saw was them doing heroin and just sucking and a bunch of groupies sucking their dick. And she's like, "All right, well, they they have he's got a a huge fake dick 
it's rubber and it looks like a musky, like a muscalunge. I don't know if it was the was real it? dick or not. I never asked her because, like, well, I don't usually question know. people's dicks if it's real or not. But <laughs> I assume it was real because it was like rupee, and it was more than one game. Their dick sucked. So I think that's. Which, but because of that, she like because we were at one point going to play Guar over like the state, like because it was nights and no new like like the only people that were there were like people that are going to be there till like two a.m. Who cared? And started playing. She's like, no, I can't listen to Guar. After ever since I saw the dick sucking, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, well, she shouldn't have been there in the first place then. Huh? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell her that next time. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she did go backstage at a rock concert, so at a Guar concert. What do you? Yes, thank you. Thank yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'd say those were my biggest, my three biggest inspirations. Were mad. It's uh, like getting in line to be on Bruno Mars's bus, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know shit about Bruno Mars. Just you do I. Well, that that was the that was the story I heard about disgusting rock stars. Like there was just a line of people waiting to get on Bruno Mars's bus. Suck his dick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. I heard this from a person from a person from a person. In case anyone wants to. Okay. Sue us. <laughs> just my, other, <laughs> my other story was also oh, cool. Who is that? Who is the band that did the, the space between? That cold play? David Matthews. No, David Matthews. Oh, okay. Like, the other thing I know about David Matthews was, like, on the tour bus, they threw a bunch of shit off the side of the mm. Chicago Bridge and onto yeah, a bunch oh, of Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Yeah, into a tourist boat. They, em- they emptied the the bathroom tank. Yeah. Right onto the tourist bus. Well, it wasn't. Boat that hey, was going. It, yeah. it was the driver. Yeah, it was yeah. the driver. You can't blame Dave Matthews for that. You can still blame him for his shitty music. Well, unless he was like, man, it smells back here. Empty that thing. Oh, yeah. Do you know who I am? I'm David Matthews. He's probably more like, he was probably high. Like, even like, he's notoriously just like to live with a pot in his mouth. So that's besides the point. Yeah, man. So do you do your art on paper or do you do it in art on like a computer slash like iPad? I'm I'm definitely a pen and paper dude. I got nothing against digital, but me and, uh, and technology don't get along. We were having, I was having trouble getting my video on before we started, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, I, I did a little digital for a while, but then like, I just break things, things break around me. So no, I, <laughs> I definitely prefer pen and paper, markers, you know, just traditional style. I like it best. I use 11 by 17 full comic boards. Unless I'm working with the toilet crew, it's usually A4 size. Excuse me, I've got the All right. Yeah, the A4 size, which I don't even know what it is, but I have a whole bunch of them, and I just, you know, trace them and use them as templates, but. It's a little smaller than an eight by ten sheet, you know, standard American size or just eight by eleven. Eight point five by eleven. What's the standard? Yeah, eight point five by eleven is the standard. So it must be eight by ten, right? Uh, I think it's something weird. It's like eight point two five by you know. It's oh yeah, okay. Obnoxious and European. Well, yeah, yeah. We should have gone to the metric system. Should we talk about that now? Yeah, let's get it. (laughs) No, I just want to say it's Psycho. If you ever, if you know who that is, he's an illustrator. Yeah, I listened to the episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he would love you. So, thank you for making oh, Psycho dear. happy. Everybody well, no, I mean, who's playing the dumb comic creators drinking game, you can take a windfall right now. Eric, Eric mentioned has, Psycho. Eric has, Eric has mentioned Psycho, so therefore you do get you congratulations. Yeah. You got bingo. Was that insensitive? I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I don't care. I, I don't drink. I don't drink right now. So it, yeah, I understand you're talking to me. So you know, I mean, some insensitive things might be said, but I'm, I'm really trying my best. I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm, I'm sorry about that. What? The drinking game. Why are you trying yeah. to keep to just one page? Oh, that. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean. You don't yeah. even know. Right now, it's called falling off the wagon. That's true. That's true. Though it's just gasoline, it 
strips of leather. Oh, so it's Seven Eleven coffee. Got it. <laughs> if we if we come back in one hour, we'll just the cup have just melted. I'm for sure gonna edit this out. So just letting letting you know. <laughs> I whatever. Oh, cool. So why do you try to keep to one page? Is any particular reason? I just that like a nice amount. Mm. You know, Out of I, curiosity. Yeah, right. I like to keep it short and sweet. I do have plans for a long, what's it called? You know, like an ongoing series, an actual 24-page book. I wrote the first two issues, but that's top secret right now because it's still in early development. I love doing just like the single page strips. I do a couple of, you know, I do like two pages or four pages or whatever, you know, whatever the job calls for. But I don't know. I I, I like it just be short and concise and sweet. Just here it is. Here's this dude. And then here's six panels. And on the sixth panel, his explodes, you know, or whatever. Just keep it short. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever make comics for Instagram or are you mostly thinking about print like print sizes and like you know I know some people oh, that that do yeah. like make square yeah like the squares but I, I, yeah I was just wondering what your thoughts are on that No I don't do that because with you know the things that I draw I'm always pretty much in constant fear that my page is going to get deleted by instagram one of these days luckily i've I've only had one taken down and that was gulligan episode five (laughs) the skitter blows a load in gulligan's face but anyways is it like uh, every single one though i mean i'm literally like one like where he's like put your balls in my ass (laughs) yeah that was so that was just a little thing that i put together on my lunch break i only get a 30 minute lunch break so that wasn't anything special but people liked it I think, yeah, so Gulligan puts his balls in Skitter's ass, and then Skitter shits on Gulligan's balls, and then calls him a pathetic worm and tells him to wipe his ass, and then Skitter <laughs> says, yes, sir. And that's the entire premise of the whole thing. And that's all you're getting from me, man. You know, we're not talking, you know, a mythos. We're not talking, uh, you know. Oh, I assume that there is a deep metaphor somewhere there that I assume oh, no. understands. Well... Okay, so I did think about maybe putting together like Gulligan episode zero, where it shows how they got on the island, and it shows that it was Skitter's, or I'm sorry, Gulligan's fault that they m- managed to be stranded on the island, and that's why Skitter is such a piece of shit to Gulligan. But yeah, I haven't thought that deep into it. So, did you watch a lot of Gilligan's Island as a kid? I don't even know what. I just watched, you know, when it was on, on reruns and stuff, I'd watch it. But, yeah. I mean, it's, you got to think about it. They have, I don't even know how many episodes they have. Probably at least, what, 60? Oh, I don't, I don't know. It, yeah, I don't think it ran very long, but, I mean, you can you can do so much with so little. Like, 98, 98. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, three episodes of 36, 32, and 30 episodes of Respectable, plus a couple of movies. So, so I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, what else I can do with it, you know? They haven't even met the natives on the island yet. Mm, yeah. We haven't, we haven't even been introduced to Skitter's cocaine fuel yet, you know? We <laughs> haven't been, you know, there's just so much you can still do. The, the very first episode is an ACDC coin purse washes up on shore, and everyone's trying to suck. Gulligan's <laughs> and, and at the end, you know, Skitter slaps him and, and tells him that a coin purse is his. Now suck my dick. Yeah. By the way, that's like your most PG comic I think I've read of yours. <laughs> that one? Yeah. Yeah, because you don't even see his dick. But... Yeah, there's no <laughs> dick. There's no actually like nudity at all. Man, you know what would be a good drinking game? How many times we say drink? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know if that'd be a good drinking game, but it would get you drunk. Oh. I mean, also, it's not so, it, we don't want to hospitalize any of our listeners. We would also associate yeah. drinking with dick, which is not necessarily a good association. Drink. 
Anyways, yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. I, I wanted to ask you before I came on, like, are you sure you got the right guy? <laughs> Again, so, okay. So, listeners, this is breaking the fourth wall. Normally, we don't swear until our guest swears. This time, I swore first. Yeah. But if Eric's you're listening... Case. If you're listening to the, co- if you read his comics, I recommend you do Mike Forge comics. They're good. They're funny. They're worth it. There's no, no, no. I got to cut this. I'm going to cut this out. But yes, we have the right person. And don't worry about it. I'd like to talk more about your art style and, and, and some more about your process, if that's okay. Sure. Okay. My, yeah, yeah. My car style. So how do, how do you come up with the, the bits of like, like how do you come up with like exploding dicks like where did that come from is that from something in your life yeah yeah lots of people write from their experience i'm just wondering it was all autobiographical that you just went around shitting on people's dicks yeah first you know when i was like i had a a long stint in my life where i was shitting on people's balls and then it (laughs) stuck a firework in my dick and then it exploded and million pieces so, you know, I don't know. Is I, it true that you have a phantom limb at, at that point? Oh, yeah. You can still feel it. And, you know, if, come on, that's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I'm, let's see. Oh, you're going to have to edit this part out some blank. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I don't really think about these things. It's just, something funny comes into my head and then it just kind of goes on paper. So it's really, it's a really simple process. My sketchbook, I'm usually at work or something. And then I'll just, I'll be driving because I deliver auto parts for a living. Okay. So it's a lot of driving. So I'm just a lot of, a lot of time to think. And I'm like, wouldn't it be funny, you know, if this happened or, and then I panel it out in my head, and then I just put it down in a little shitty rough draft, and then I make it look pretty, well, as pretty as I can. How long does one page take? For a go again? I don't know. A couple hours. But, well, sure. but the, uh, the coloring is what slows you down. Probably just coloring just kind of sucks. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> marker, with markers, anyway. So you're using markers? Yeah, Copic and Michael's house brand, which is Artist Loft. They're yeah. half the price of Copic's. Because yeah. Copic is $8 a fucking marker, which is outrageous. It's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Where, do you usually, where do you usually work? Like, Do you work like at your office, your apartments? Or like, just because I was really interested, like, you'd be like at a coffee shop, and it was like somebody looking over and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, right. No, no, no. So, yeah, it's usually at home. Sometimes, like, if I'm in a time crunch, because we do have deadlines, you know, the toilet crew, mm-hmm. I will bring it to, to work and work, like, in the in the lunch area. And I'll pretty much just be kind of hovering over it. Like, you know, I don't want the next kid over to cheat on my test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> Ris- my- risky, yeah, risky right. bringing this to work. Right, because yeah. I know my audience, and I know that I don't want to, the, the surly warehouse dudes that I work with to see me drawing dudes fucking each other. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry, man. Which part? This episode. No, I'm not erasing no. the episode. No, no that's a funny I'll episode. Re- I'm enjoying myself. I hope I'm re- you are too. I'll release it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, oh, I thought you said erase. No, I'm going to release yeah. it, not erase yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Are you just realizing that you make this kind of comic? There's nudity in my comics. When does this happen? I've never listened to an episode of your guys's with so much you know, foul language. So this. Well, no, this may be one of our only not safe for work. Yeah. episodes i mean yeah but there might have been one other one yeah plan on putting in a disclaimer in the beginning or no oh yeah for sure yeah 
A hundred percent. Yeah. We'll say, we'll say dick, 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 dick. You gotta turn oh, yeah, this yeah. now. No, it'll be like, if you have kids listening to this, turn this off right now and, yeah. and listen to a different episode because yeah. this one is not safe for work at all. Um, but definitely check out this guy's comics when you have yeah. time. Yeah. Something like that. Check out his entire cruise. Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah. They're funny. They're like so outrageous that they're like acceptable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if these were not not as exaggerated, there'd be something wrong with these comics, you know what I mean? But it, but they're like so out there that you're like, oh yeah, it's just a it's a cartoon. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. It's 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 very cartoony. It's not super like realistic and hyper realistic and gross. You know what I mean? Right. Just kind of keep it fun and the colors too. If you notice colors they're all they're all really light i don't use like really dark colors yeah just like like not to compare charming, to, you know, charming. not yeah. to, compare to a different comic but there is a, we used to we interviewed a guy who did the guys who did finger banging which is about like a yeah. guy when he gets high yeah. like the colors are very much reminiscent of that that's what i thought like it was kind of like this like clearly this is a comedy based comic when i saw the colors i was in like assuming very somber and serious yeah comic. I don't know if you like Super Jail, but that's what it. Oh my God! Dude. I put put you right in there on Super Jail. Yeah, I love, I love Super Jail so much. I wish I made that show, but I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I, I love that. I show. Been a, wish I could have been a part of that show, but unfortunately, I was busy not doing art. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that show is right in the same like kind of like humor style. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and and even like just the style of art too. No, it's it's you, in some ways, yeah. Did you happen to look at any of the other ones that aren't so much the Gulligan ones? There, I know. I think I sent you Timmy the Aphid Boy, the Dental Hygienist one. I think also. I think so. Ah, yes, the Dental Hygienist. The fact that he's wearing a Guar T-shirt is also cool. Oh, I always try to put Guar into my comics, man. <laughs> You know, if it's just a subtle nod, just me wearing a shirt or yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be able to find it. Did you fail a spelling test? Is that where like the to me the aphid boy came? Like no, no, no I just had I just had really shitty parents. Oh that's what I gave. Next question. So like you said, so you said you went to school for art. Like, is that where you started developing your art style, or is that just simply like you nah. you were inspired by stuff too? No, man. So that's a good question. I was always drawing, and I had on my Instagram. I have a lot of like old sketches from when I was in high school and stuff. Just I just drew a lot of monsters because I was big into like you know Japanese RPGs, like Final Fantasy and stuff. And I guess my dream job, you know, around was just being like what's his name yoshi yoshitaka mano i think his name is yeah the dude who did all the the character designs and monster designs for those games and stuff like mm-hmm. that was definitely something i wish i could but um college and realized art school's for the fucking birds man it's like all right can i tell you guys a a quick story about what really kind of like turned me off from art school. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right. So after I dropped NIU, I went to Northern Illinois university in DeKalb and then I came back and I went to, Mar- I don't know if you know, Moraine Valley community college, mm-hmm. I know, whatever. No. I went to a community college and I was in a, in a, I was in an art history class. I remember there was this dude who sat behind me and it was kind of like a lecture hall, right? And he had like a, one of those Rasta hats that he'd always, and dreadlocks. And it was a white dude with dreadlocks. Oh no. And, and then one day he showed up with, without 
the dreadlocks and without the hat. Oh. And he just had a shave. And the girls around him were like, hey, what happened to your dreadlocks, you know? And, like, he was really awkward and weird and didn't really respond. And then the next day of class, the hat and the dreadlocks were back. And I'm like, yeah, fuck this. Just, oh, no. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like art school anymore. They were fake? Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't want to. It was a wig? Yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> not my people. Oh no! Luckily, I found my tribe with the toilet crew. I love you guys. Yeah, the toilet crew. <laughs> if you're listening on Twitch, say hi, toilet crew. I doubt it. I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do many shoutouts to our Twitch viewers because there aren't usually. And you usually have like one or two. How many guys do you have watching on Twitch right? Right now? Let me see. Let me see. But but really we don't we don't advertise it. There's yeah. one one viewer on Twitch. But oh. we don't advertise it because it's it's meant to like get us onto YouTube. It's yeah, really it's... easy to put it right right from Twitch oh. to YouTube. Oh. So so it's nice when they watch on Twitch. And it, I, I know there's John Westoff who lives in the area too. He he usually watches our Twitch stream probably while he's working or something on comics I assume and and uh, so so some some people do but yeah I don't I don't advertise it really because no man sorry I didn't mean to even ask no you're doing anything right now you're good no, I'm, yeah I'm just kind of explaining to our audience too you you got you got a lot of energy ahead of you man <laughs> that's just true. when I speak I think that's when true. I just when I speak. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit Eric out, and yeah. it'll it'll be quite the podcast. Mm. One of our best, I think. How cool! <laughs> no, it'll be the best one. I'm not in it. I tried to make it the best for you, man. I even trimmed my nose hairs for you guys. I'm oh, just, wow. I'm kidding. I did it. Look at my nose. No, pretty boogies oh. hanging. It no. does look pristine. Right, it, does. it does. It looks solid. Do you have any plans to come up with, uh, like, I? Do you have any interest in like painting? Are you doing any other kinds of art outside of comics? Yeah, I do. I do do paintings. I can go grab one, but I don't. I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, grab one. We'll talk about it. I don't really? know. Also, you did yeah, like, the, or you can do that. We talk about the Merle, the, the Merle you did for the hot dog place in twenty seventeen. Oh Christ! You that up? How'd you yeah. See? Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Fat Tommy's presents the Ketchup Coated Calamity. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's on his Instagram. I'm not sure where exactly it is, but it's there. Yeah. Um, you did like, it looks, you say you did this for a hot dog place. I mean, like the artwork's fantastic. It's like, I assume it's based off of War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Yeah. 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 With, with like, although with like hamburgers invading hot dog people. And, and they have French fry legs, which is really yes. awesome. Yes. I do appreciate that. Like the, what kills a hot dog in Chicago is ketchup. <laughs> so yeah. you clearly knew your audience. Oh yeah, man. So yeah, I did that in 2016, but it also took like well over a year because, you know, just, you know, life. And yeah. just, it took a long time. I had a girlfriend helping helping me with it at the time and then she broke up with me and then i fell into a funk and then i didn't want to work on it for a while but i finally finished it and yeah i'm, ass I'm assuming you know fat tommy yeah his name's actually dan dan okay yeah dan <laughs> Coogan, who he owns tommy's he's on 111th and uh, i want to say spalding in mount greenwood over is it still is it still around looks like, like it's still there yeah, yeah. It is. It is still there. It's just really beat up, starting to chip, chip away. You can find it on Google Maps if you want to look up Fat Tony's Chicago or Tom, um, yeah. Fat Tommy's. Yeah. Tommy's to Tony's. Tommy's. Tommy's. Yeah, yeah. You can find it on. You can still find it on Google Maps, which is yeah, great. man. They're home of the Dicka dog, which is a Polish sausage wrapped in bacon and deep fried. Oh. With... <laughs> With mustard and cheese sauce and grilled onions. It's what a way to go, man. What a way you know, to I, go. If I were to die eating a wiener, that would be the wiener I want to die eating. Oh, my God. It's one of the best things you can eat on the south side. 
Yeah, that's like like a death row type of meal right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, only if you get two. <laughs> Lay off me, I'm starving. It's finally, yeah. Oh yeah, do you do you want really want me to go get the painting? I think you guys will like it. Yeah, sure. Go, yeah, sure. Go for it. Or you can find it. No, screw it. Let me go grab it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Are you going to add some, like, some elevator music? But here it is. I don't. Oh, no. Did my. Yeah, you turned off your, your camera when you uh, sat down. Yeah. So I don't know how well you can see it, but this is the hermaphrodite warrior princess. Completely kills the captor of uh, the Boobians. Basically, it's, it's paraphrased. But... Oh, you got like this is hilarious. It's hilarious, yeah. Lady with a penis. And... The, the, you know, he's got two penises and a yeah, giant mouth. Yeah, oh. it's a vagina. Wow. Just so. What is that? Acrylic? Yeah. Yes, acrylic. Yeah. Cool. Did you take painting classes? No, 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 no. no. So it's okay. basically. Basically, how would how I would make a comic except for with paint, you know? Did you use like markers, acrylic markers? No, no, no. I so I just I drew it out in pencil and then I colored it with you know a paintbrush and then I went paintbrush. over it again with you know like as if you were inking a comic. Wow, cool! That's awesome. That looks really cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, you should do prints of these. And also the mural, too, man. I would buy that poster. You should put that up as a poster. That's really funny. Cool, man. Oh, I don't know if that Tommy owns that owns that image or not, but No, 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 no. He he paid me he paid me a lump sum and I guess I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I don't think you're going to show when they just like take it brick by brick off. You're like, yeah. this is mine now. I, I think the weather owns it because it's deteriorating right now. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you do, you do a lot of different things. Yeah, man. I'm a jerk of all trades. Nice. <laughs> what advice would you give young people who are starting to make comics? Or old people who are starting to make comics. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you this much. Basically, a lot of, I think a lot of people are focused too much on their style and trying to prove their style. I think you should, you know, fuck all that and just make what you want to make. Don't think about, you know, what other people are going to think about it. Don't focus on on really, I don't know. Don't focus too much on perfection. Because if I were to personally work, focus on perfection, nothing would ever get, you know? So that's that's my big takeaway from all this, I guess, is just, just, just do it. Just do it. And yeah, throw shit at the wall and see if it sticks. That's, that's basically my best advice. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. Where can people find you? I'm only on Instagram. I mean, I, I have a YouTube page where you can 
where I have all my old music on there, but that's what so but you can see me on Instagram at Mike Makes Comics. That's Mike underscore makes underscore comics. But you just search Mike Makes Comics, you'll find it there. Cool. And you have a big cartel page. Yeah, but nothing's on there because I when I first opened up the big cartel page, I was trying to sell original art, like strips, original strips. Oh yeah. Okay. And no, and no one was buying them, so I felt dejected and embarrassed, so I took them down. Come out of things up there. But maybe I'll put some prints up there, some books or something soon. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Right. And basically everyone just a bunch of filthy fucking vultures that just want free shit. No, I'm kidding. I love yeah. you. I love you all. I, I am so grateful to, you know, my, 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 I don't, I hate to say the word, but my fans, you know, my friends that I've met doing all. And honestly, dude, I'm one of the most like easily approachable guys, like that you could probably come by like on online. Just send me a message if you want. And I'll talk to you just about comics or bullshit with you about whatever. If you want me to promote something for you, I will. I don't, I don't even have that many subscribers, but yeah, man, don't be afraid to say hi. You know, Say hi to Mike, everyone. Say hi to Mike, everybody. Yeah. If, Give him a wave. Yeah. And a, and a hug and a kiss. <laughs> cool. Mike. I know you don't think so, but this was a good interview. This was a good interview. Very happy to have you on. I was very happy to have you too. You were in the right hands. Oh, and and if you guys ever want me back when I do finish the first issue of my long form story, I would be honored to come back. We say that. So again, bring the fourth wall. We usually say this after when we say goodbye in the audience center. We would love to have you back, but we'll say it early now too. We would love to have you back. Yeah, of course. Cool, man. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, this was great. I love whoring myself out. I'm a huge, relentless attention whore, so this was awesome. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. See you.